0: Welcome to The Savvy Founder. The one place for entrepreneurs and business owners. Away from the everyday bustle. Where we help you find your path to a profitable and bright future. Now here's your host, The Savvy Founder and armchair sociologist himself, Philip Topham. Hello and welcome to The Savvy Founder. I'm your host, Philip Topham. The Savvy Founder is all about helping you, the first and second time founder, shorten their journey. I'm sure you've been to a party, to a networking event with other founders, investors, and you've said, hey, somebody walk up to somebody and they say, hey, how are you doing? Tell me what you do. And you say, I'm a founder. And they say, well, lay it on me, give me a 30 second pitch. Well, this show is for you. If you've ever panicked or stumbled through that 30 second pitch, then I'm gonna break it down and help you really understand what a 30 second pitch is, why it's so important, why it's critical for you to make that first lasting good impression. So sit back and we'll go through this step-by-step. It's pretty simple, but 30 seconds, man, when you're on the spot, everything breaks down. You forget your lines and you don't know what you're gonna say. So let's start with, what. Why do, why do people want to ask you, hey, tell me your 30-second pitch? Why do you even care? Well, people are always curious about what other people do. They want conversation. They want to meet people. And when you're doing that 30-second 30 pitch, though, remember that they are judging you. They're wanting to understand who are you. Are you interesting? Can I, get, can I like you? Do I want to get to know you? And more importantly, do I trust what you're saying? those those are things that we as humans do all the time we go to a networking event and we talk to people we want to we talk to people and gravitate to people that we find interesting and we avoid people that we don't like so that 30 second pitch is really important in that situation and if you're an introvert it's even harder to figure out how to get that 30 second pitch down so you you're comfortable with it and people want to Hang around and listen to what you're saying. Now that 30 second pitch is sounds simple because we can talk forever. Uh, if you have any, uh, you were these days, people can just ramble. You know, I, in fact, just right then, I was doing a little bit of rambling. I was not very focused on what is my next step that I'm going to do. And so, let me go back to what Winston Churchill said. If you want to give a speech, if you want me, if you want him to give a speech, he used to say, if you want me to speak for 2 minutes, that it's going to take me 3 weeks of preparation. If you want me to speak for 30 minutes, it will take me a week to prepare. But if you want me to speak for an hour, I'm ready now. Winston Churchill nailed it. The more that you need to distill something to these core essence, the longer and longer it takes to make it happen. Creating that 30 second pitch is not simple. You would think that it's, wow, we can talk forever. I know when I was a teenager and was on the telephone, I could talk forever. I would pace back and forth. That's a, a habit of mine when I'm on a phone as I was pace and walk around, but I could talk about anything and everything. Today, I'm a little bit more focused, still not dialed in. But when I had to do my own 30-second pitch, it was a brutal experience for me. It took me a long time to figure it out. It wasn't that I couldn't find the words for 30 seconds, but I couldn't get people to really listen to what I was saying. And it was started because I was doing... I was not following the best advice. I was, not fi- I was having difficulty finding that hook, that reason that people would lean in. And In my case, I was doing a product that was in the food and food label regulations. And as soon as I said the word label, every single person listening has a different idea of what a food label is. For some of you, it's that little black and white box with all the nutrition, the vitamin C, the number of calories, the ingredient list. Uh, For others, if you're a graphic designer, it might be the artwork. It might be the pictures. Uh, For others, it might be the, the endorsements or something else on the physical label itself. And so I struggled to figure that out. And so when I said label, I, everybody's mind scattered. And so I had to get everybody into the same place, thinking about the same thing so that they were drawn in. And so the way that I would say this is, imagine you're standing in Whole Foods and you're looking at all those products on the aisles and you're looking, and they're screaming at you for your attention when saying all natural, good source of vitamin C, brain healthy, all sorts of things. And you're trying to figure out which product should I buy? Well, for me, I see lawsuits waiting to happen. As soon as I said that, people were immediately there. They knew what I was talking about. I wasn't talking about the label itself. I was talking about the lawsuit that a bad label could make, all these claims that were people. So that hook was incredibly important for me to make that first impression on it. And so there's two. So that brings me to this point about what is a 30 second pitch. There's really two elements to a 30 second pitch. The first is that hook that brings your listener to a single place where they're focused on you and really attentive to what you're saying. We say that again, they're listening very attentively to what you're saying. They're leaning in. And that immediately sets them up for the second part of the pitch which is the, the leaning in for you to tell them more. And that's where your content or your delivery is of what you want to share with them to make that further lasting impression about the hook and that you're a great person. And why, why is this such a big deal? And let me explain what a hook really sets you up for. It's more than that. When you meet somebody that's super interesting and I, And you want to share that person. You want to say to your, you perhaps you go to a golf course, you go to a game, you go to a different event, and you want to say, I just met this really interesting startup. And they do blah, 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 blah. That's what you ultimately want from a 30 second pitch. You want somebody to leave knowing enough about you that they have a nugget of information that they can share and they are willing to share with somebody else. Again, they're willing to share that with somebody else. That's when they're going to spend their prestige sharing your story and you with another person. That's why a hook is so priceless. It's, that's what you want. People do business with people they know, like, and trust. Getting them to share your hook share something about you with another person is what you're aiming to have happen. That's really a key portion. The second part to that 30 second pitch is the tell me more content. Now this really varies for every different situation, but for in startups, particularly you're trying to grow your business and you're often attending other startup events, uh, v- events where you can talk to many other people, pitch contests, startup events, all sorts of you're out there promoting and engaging others about your business. And so your objective is to tell them about your business, and especially at the startup space, you're looking for that investor, you're looking for new employees, you're looking for new partnerships, you're looking for new opportunities and so your content is all geared around that cap- that that approach now this 30 second format can be worked with any other things maybe you're just specifically looking for employees you could tailor your your 30 seconds just for that but i'm going to use the assumption that you're looking for money, you're going to start up events and you're wanting to promote your business and attract others to your business for the excitement and growth that you're building. When I talk about, it, so, the, so there's a first, so there's, we talked about the hook and the content. So what goes into that content space? That first section, that first 10 or 15 seconds, more like 10 seconds of your pitch Is that hook getting them to the right place, leaning in? You're talking about the pain of your product. What does your product truly solve in the marketplace? What's the pain that's occurring? And how is your solution going to solve that pain? And it's pretty simple to say that, but that pain and solution should be so obvious and so simple, dead, stupid, simple, that a fifth or sixth grader can immediately understand that they can make an instant buying decision to say, I like that idea, I like this product, I want to see it made, it's gonna make money. That instant buying decision is something that you want. For those of you building very complex medical devices, uh, some sort of cryptocurrency stuff, you have to boil it down to the basic essence that emotional decision of, wow, this is a big deal. This is going to help people save money, improve lives, whatever it is, and they can make that instant decision. Now that we've got the hook, the pain, the solution out of the way, now it's sort of the mechanics of the rest of the product. They want to know, what's your product? Is it a product? Is it a service? Uh, Is a product plus a service? Is it hardware? How is it built? Is it a marketplace? All those kinds of things. You just need to share enough so the person can understand what you're selling and what you're providing. They want to know, is this a big marketplace? How big is this market? Are you building a widget wheel for an audience of your uh, three people, your mom, your dad, and and maybe uh, a grandma? That's not a very exciting marketplace. It's not very big. But if you're Selling something that's a $2 billion marketplace, and you're looking to get 100 or 200 million of that marketplace, then that's a big deal. That's a bigger deal. And if your product can even have bigger legs than that, then the investors will even lean in further. So, how big is the market? But now that you know there's a big market, how do you actually make money? Are you a hardware product? Are you a software as a service? Are you business to business or are you a business to consumer type person? Maybe you're business to government to consumer. There's all manner of ways that your business or business model can make money. And you want to be very concise about how you do that. Then there's what I call the all the other great things that your company is doing that you're doing. And this, since you have only 30 seconds, you wanna pick and choose the most impactful for your situation. These can include, uh, in, and they're not in any particular order because every company has different things that is better for them. But often, this, the first one, partnerships, endorsements, people, advisors are very important. These are people that are willing to spend their prestige their social reputation on your company and on you, and they're willing to endorse you. So these are very strong things. If you have a large named company that's playing a big brother, big sister to your brand, absolutely talk about it. You have some big, uh, you scored a big advisor for some national international company, and they're investing their time and energy on your startup by all means, include that, but make it easy for that person to understand that this is a big deal. Don't just go, I've got John Smith as the advisor, as an advisor on my company. Make them understand who John Smith is. He is the world-class, blah, 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 blah. And he can really help my business. He really helps my business by opening doors. The other part, so we talked about partnerships. Great thing to talk about next is traction and sales. What? Are, who's interested? who else is interested in your product? Where are you in that business cycle? Are you selling currently? Do you have a waiting list with 1,000 people waiting to gun in? Do you have people that are using the system and they're referring their friends to use the system? What's your growth rate of your product? All of these to demonstrate that you have traction, you're going someplace, don't need to necessarily be revenues there's many a company that just started on growing users and revenues came second but you p- people really want to understand how your product is in the cycle where are you at talk about revenues do you have revenues how fast are you growing what are your profit rates what your break when do you expect to break even anything again that'll give people an understanding of how exciting and dynamic your business is the earlier stage companies big investors are really looking at high growth rates because it's very easy to go from you know 100,000 in sales to 200,000 in sales 100% growth but when you're you know 100 billion going from 100 million to 200 million that's on, that's less likely so early stage you're going to have much higher percentage growth rates than much later stage companies great part of this point is to also talk about intellectual property. These are things like patents, trademarks, uh, licensing deals that you have with other companies, everything that could protect and defend your product from competition. Maybe you have an extremely complex product that uh, you have a talented technical team and you have the world-class people in it. It's not easy to copy then that's something that's very important as well for you to talk about. Trade secrets can still be intellectual property because those are things that are hard to copy. The competition just can't invent what you have uh, without a lot of hard work. You might also want to talk about your go-to-market. If that's a big part of your business and how you get there, maybe you have a multi-level marketing system or a special referral system or a viral approach that you've proven is viral. That's extremely important for your business. So you've gotten through all those content. Now it's your time to lead in with an ask. You've got their attention. You've got their hook. You've given them some content. What do you need next to make your business successful? Are you asking for money? You're asking for their help finding talent? You're asking for the listener to in- introduce you to other advisors, other people with partnership, agreement, partnership opportunities, whatever it was. So let's go through this 30-second pitch. I know I've spoken very quickly and rapidly, but let's Let's go back and recap. 30-second pitch, very critical. It takes a lot of time. My own journey to craft my 30-second pitch probably took me six months and many, many events to learn that when I said the word label, it never worked. When I said the word lawsuit, label plus lawsuit, that worked and people understood it. So finding the resonance and how people respond to your hook is the most critical thing. Find the hook, get into that pain and solution so that it can make an obvious instant buying decision. That's where they want to then lean in. They'll say, tell me more. You list that out. You start going through the tell me more with the partnerships, the traction, the sales, the revenues, the intellectual property, your go to market, and then the all important ask. That's it, real simple. But if you've been paid attention, Winston Churchill said, if you want me to speak for two minutes, it's gonna take me three weeks. I'm asking you to do it 30 seconds. So it might take a little longer than three weeks for you to dial it in because you're gonna create your pitch. You're going to present it, you're going to present it to many different audiences. Listen real intently to what the audience, the person you're pitching to says, how, what they do, and how they react to it and adjust. Language is a very fluid thing. It means different words mean different things to different people. So take your time, lean into it. Once you start getting a feel for how that 30-second pitch works, you'll be very surprised at how impactful it really can be. And so even when you start going to the pitch contest where it's five minutes for your pitching your company, you'll be easily able to take the 30 seconds and expand it to five minutes. Taking five minutes and boiling it down to 30 seconds, that's the essence of what you want to build in your business so you get people to lean in. Nobody wants to listen to a five-minute presentation that doesn't have the gist of the hook that instant buying decision. So it's always there, whatever you're doing when you're building your business. Now, I hope today's episode was really good for you. Very short, give you some practical information on how to do a 30-second pitch. Thanks for listening. Please share this show with another founder so they too can shorten their journey. Please leave a five-star review. If you want to talk to me, look in the show notes. You can find me at... uh, Ask the savvy founder. You can book. Me. I'll be happy to help in any way that I can. Thanks for listening. Wishing you a bright and profitable future in both your business and personal lives. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to subscribe and check out our website for tips, thesavvyfounder.com. You can also follow Philip on Clubhouse at The Savvy Founder, wishing you a profitable and bright future. Safe journeys. See you next week.